That's why John Goodman in the second season of The Righteous Gemstones is the ultimate John Goodman. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more while also sucking less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Wright. You guys in the Patreon are really going to have to deal with uh, a bunch of TV talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just rolled in and was like, hey, have you seen this? Did you I, watch I, that? I got to say, Big Lebowski, John Goodman is going to have some words for you. I think you'll be surprised. Okay. Uh, so last week was my re-entry date. Uh, this is yours. So yes. how was your week? Just super nice. We hit the beach on, well, it wasn't enough time. We got there. We, we drove there. It's about four It never is. But Sa- sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Yeah. I drove Saturday, spent the day Sunday, back to day Monday. So our usual turnaround, but we're starting to con- you know confront that that's not enough. So I, I, I booked our next visit for four days, which will be wow. you know a step up. But today was... Playing in the beach, playing in the pool, driving four hours. So I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm ready to be horizontal. Good, sir. Yeah. Were you able to apply sunscreen in a solid, consistent manner? We'll find out. Um, as of right now, it seems <laughs> like it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm still peeling. If that's <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't recommend it. It's not, it's not been great. Right. So this week has been just kind of catching up because this is the first time we've all kind of been in the same house for a while because the kids have been traveling doing trips and that kind of thing uh we have a gig coming up in 12 days got a rehearsal scheduled for not this thursday but the following thursday just to make sure we haven't all forgotten how to play our instruments also i've got uh an inquiry about doing some sub work um mostly kind of in the october november kind of time period doing one of those porch fest thingies which uh you know the kids they're doing they like them a lot it's a good time so that's cool. And, uh, you know, just making content and playing stuff. I got a new, I got a new office chair Sweet. and it's got the things where you can push the armrest aside. Oh, so like ideal guitar playing. Yeah, this was perfect. a, that was a prime day deal. I, I, ge- I gave to myself. Love that. Very excited. Love that. I picked up a, um, a dash cam, um, just a real cheap one, just to kind of prove the concept. And I drove it to the beach and back and by God, it cammed the whole way. Love it. Yeah. Did, did its job. Let's see. So we, um, Liquid IV was on Prime Day and definitely took advantage of that. Right. And we got a new Roomba, which means that the podcast dungeon now has the old Roomba. Ah. So my my floors are much cleaner now. So, sure. But the big win for Prime Day was, of course, the uh, the Lasco Air Movers. A bunch of our, our listeners, mm-hmm. multiple guys in my band bought one because they were like 20 bucks off. Like it was, it yeah, was significant. It was a good deal. Other fun things is uh, I got an email from the guys at Air Turn and they sent me this lovely... Bluetooth four button situation. Yes. Just cause. Just cause. I think this is what making it feels like. Wow. I happen to have I guess. Same, the very same four button air turn Bluetooth page changer thing. The BT500 S4. That's the one on my pedal board. My, my The board that I use acoustic and that I feed into the quad cortex when I'm playing electric has my wireless receiver, the vocal pedal, and that. Yeah. So that's all I need to play acoustic. And I've liked that pedal. I have it set up to be. Page down, page up, next song, last song. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got it configured to do that in Band Helper today. <laughs> yep. And honestly, the thing that I'm most impressed with is that the the plastic looks like and feels like metal. Yes. How do, how they do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a plastic body, but it's bulletproof. When I pulled it out, like I did an unboxing actually on TikTok Live, nice. and I was like, look at this metal thing. I was like, wait a second. Not metal. That ain't metal. No. Very impressive. Yeah. But it's a, it's a nice little piece of kit, super uh, rugged. And uh, I've got a I've got a flex goal that I'm I, I want to try to pull off. It has nothing to do with music, right. uh, but I'm very excited to try. And um, <laughs> if I if I figure it out, 
uh, you'll definitely be hearing about that. That's good. The other thing about it is it charges over, it, it, take, it takes nine volt power, power board mm -hmm. power, and then the battery yep. in it is forever. Like charge well, it once and it'll go for many hundreds of hours. I think you say 200 hours, yeah. I think is the, yeah, well, which is, in, which is a fair amount of hours. In terms of like my gigging life, I'm using it in three hour increments and I've right. never run it out and I plug it in periodically on my board, but mostly it lives unplugged. As an ADHD boy, that makes me concerned because I, I will forget. Well, but then, then it'll be like, it'll oh, just run great. That's fair. Yeah. Fair point. So let's see. I feel like, I feel like we're caught up. I think that's all the news. We had a band gig August 5th and my whole rehearsing life for the previous month was getting a sub bassist ready. So I haven't seen my real bassist Zoe in quite a long time. So we're going to get together kind of like you just make sure we know the songs yeah. still and can quit ourselves credibly. Well, awesome. Uh, in other bad news, it turns out uh, at our last gig, I broke one of the tuning pegs off of my Explorer, yeah. um, which means it can't tune anymore. So I got to buy one, buy new ones. Not looking forward to that because they're weird because they're, they're like the, the tulip style ones, but they're smaller. Hmm. And so finding like a, I want to get a locking version just to sure. make string changing that much yeah. easier. But uh, there's just like very few options out there huh. and they're a bit pricier than I want to put on that guitar. But the resale on these things just get crazy because they, they're out of production now. Huh. So it might be worth it. Yeah. But uh, if I want to use it again, I, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go ahead and take care of that. Anywho, I didn't know if you and I haven't discussed this, but uh, it, it actually turns out that in total, we have actually crossed over 200,000 downloads of this, of this podcast. Dang. So far, I think it was over the last maybe like month and a half. We, we crossed that threshold. Cool. Um, but yeah, we're, we're currently sitting at 216,664 downloads, plays, and streams of this show, which like feels lifetime. crazy. Yeah. Cumulative. That's wow. Since uh, 2018. Yeah. Dang. I'll tell you this. In 2018, all year long, we had 2,784 downloads. The very following year, it was 17,000. <laughs> it's a bit of a jump. Yeah. Well. And and every year after that has been consistently higher as well. But it's crazy to think that you go from 2,000 to 17,000. We were so proud of that 2002. Oh man, every single one of them, because yeah. I feel like we earned them, you know, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Now, the reason why we, we bring that up, of course, is so people understand why we get such glowing mm. reviews. Yay. And this one came in um, 1st of July, five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, username is Dude in Long Johns, mm. and his title says, better than the Joe Rogan experience, which... <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. I don't, I'm still unpacking that. We, we talked about it when it came in. I was like, whew. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of dimensions to that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It says, as a truck driver, I have more time than most for podcasts and less time for everything else, which explains why I don't do gigs. These guys are my number one go-to cast because I'm interested in playing live someday and find the inside of Cover Band Confidential inspiring and entertaining. I imagine that a working musician would find this content amusing and valuable. So big thanks to Dude and Long Johns. If you're out there on the road doing doing trucker stuff doing important things uh, yeah and i love that thanks that's, for tuning um, in you know we've always we've always posited that there was an audience that's not actively gigging that's just wants to be part of the ethos wants to understand about it and uh it's just yeah. really great to hear that there are folks out there in that category well and I, we always kind of discuss the the merits of the of the name because alliteration aside, you know, cover band confidential feels very much like it's you're in a bit of a smaller uh -huh. space but in reality like musicians who work get this show yeah so in that space i feel like we just got to kind of break through and it seems like people keep you know tuning in and yeah sending us 
kind words. So, you know, we're feeling good about it. Yeah. If you want to hear your name or your band or anything. Or what kind of guy uh, you're wearing. Yeah. Share it in the <laughs> podcast. Leave us a five-star review. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. You should get in there. Yeah. So this week's conversation came through a DM earlier uh, this week from our buddy Juan, who hit us up on the, the Facebook page. And he was saying, hey, do you guys have any content or specific ep episodes around insurance? And, you know, as sexy as a topic, I mean, it's <laughs> almost as sexy as taxes. Yeah, but we've done we've that definitely, Well, we have. And we've, we've mentioned insurance multiple times in passing, but yeah. we've never like sat and gone, okay, these are the things worth talking about. These are the things worth considering in regards to the kind of insurance that you as a musician and also like your band as an entity may need. Right. So there are people, so there are, you know, those, that. those maniacs who have listened to us from the beginning got caught up, you know, over almost 300 episodes. We know you're out, out there. You beautiful, yep. brilliant maniacs. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, you'll have heard this in pieces, but we maybe have never really put it together into a, into a topic before. Yeah. So we'll start with the easy one, which uh, is gear insurance. Yes. Because it's the most obvious one that you would, you would need. So if you're wondering about gear insurance, you should have gear insurance. <laughs> now, there's a lot of conversations around, you know, oh, your homeowner's policy may cover it, your auto policy may cover it, depending on, you know, what happens to the gear as it, wherever you are. But it is well worth pursuing getting a standalone policy just for your music gear. Yeah. Primarily because there are companies who do insurance for music gear that specialize in music gear replacements and insurance. Yep. So they treat you like a musician who needs their gear, right, you know, right, right. versus a, like a homeowner policy who are where they're like, wait, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like you need, how much was this worth? Well, that you know, and, and like, you know, I, I recently exercised my car insurance policy. I had a car situation that I needed my insurance to handle. And it's, it's not quick mm -mm. at all. It was, it was three months at least to get that paid out. And if you've got a gigging calendar, that's not, <laughs> that's not going to work. Right. So that's not gonna I have known of people who got special riders on their homeowner's policy to cover that stuff. And I, it's a way to go financially. I'm sure that's fine. Sure. But in terms of the turnaround, in terms of the way that they, they handle policy claims, it's hard to think that's going to be a real workable way for musicians to operate. Yeah. Who do you do your gear through? Because, I mean, you've had these policies for a while and you've actually cashed them in, right? That's right. Yeah. I use Music Pro, Music Pro Insurance. Mm -hmm. um, Google that. Um, they're not paying us to talk about them, but they are one of the ones- We'll take it if they if they want to. Sure. Yeah. No, they're not presently paying us to talk about them. But yes, I've had insurance on my gear since, well, since I bought my first PA, which was in about 2018, something like that. I dropped my first- over $2,000 on a single item and said, I yeah, need to ticket. have this handled. And so you go to their website and you list out your gear. And if you can, they ask you for like serial numbers and model numbers and as much detail as you can give them and what the cost uh, of it is to replace. If you go, by the way, to Sweetwater and pull down your orders, often the order history will have the serial number. That's true. That's a great unit. point. That's where you can find that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But you put in all that stuff. And then they come back to you with a price and it's not bad. I mean, I pay my annual fee for this is $188. Okay. And currently that covers a list of, inch of, of gear worth $11,760. So, you know, I'm not a math magician, so <laughs> I, I, I threw the numbers in. 
And that totals up to $15.67 a month. Yeah. And that covers how much? It's up to almost like $12,000. Yeah, darn near $12,000 for, you know, not very much money a year. And I'm one of the few people that I know of who's actually made a claim and had it paid out. I had um, an iPad that I bought and used and used for a lot of things, but I put it on this policy because I also gigged with it. Yeah. And one day it fell off my desk. It fell, what, two and a half feet. And the screen shattered, like, to to Flinders. And I went into the Apple store and I bought a replacement. And literally on my way out, I thought, oh, God, that, this is on my policy, isn't it? And I went and looked it up and it was. And so I claimed on it. And it literally was 24 hours later. I had one phone call with a guy who just asked me some questions about it. And I sent them the receipt from the Apple store. And there was a check in the mail within, like, 48 hours. Yeah. Piece of cake. Couldn't, couldn't be easy. And it- and the fact of the matter is, is that Music Pro has a like a stellar reputation yeah. among our community. I don't know of anybody who has had a negative experience with them as a company. So um, we will most certainly put their website in the uh, description of the episode. And if you are not using them, you sh- you should absolutely do it. That's right. Now, because um, they're not paying th- us and we don't have an exclusive with them, there are some others. Um, Clarion is one. Um, next insurance is another, so they're not the only game in town, but you know, I guess due diligence would would encourage you to shop around a little bit, but man, I've never seen anything better. And you know, it's been years since I shopped it to be perfectly honest, but it's hard to think you're going to beat this deal. Well, listen, if, uh, if you try to set up a policy with music pro and there's any sort of like note section, say cover band confidential podcast sent me here, uh, you should sponsor their show. You should give them all the money, all of it for sure. So yeah, I haven't had to use that policy, but I have. I was in a situation where one of our f- first houses, as a married couple, we got burgled, and mm. my recording stuff got taken, and got a got a check for for everything, but it was through the you know our renters insurance, and yeah, yeah it was long and tedious and not ideal, <laughs> but um, everything that I've dealt with as far as with Music Pro has been rock solid, and other than the initial part of gathering the serials and that kind of stuff, which is kind of labor intensive and time consuming. It's well worth the effort, especially when you consider what you're paying versus what you could potentially get. You know, another good example of this kind of situation was the guys in Yacht Rock Review. We were talking about them. You know, they were on this tour opening for Kenny Loggins. Their first night, they play the show and then a a couple of pros like just cleaned them out. They literally pulled the rear axle out of their van to push it away from their trailer so they could steal the trailer. It's like, it was crazy. Wow. And they were searching through air tags. And if it had an air tag, they threw it out. Like they were professionals. Wow. Like they knew what they were doing. All right. And of course, all their stuff was insured and they're, you know, they're still out there doing their thing. They literally just recorded a, a, a special for PBS. Like it's going to be one of those things that they play during like the pledge drives Fun. and stuff, which is pretty wild. But yes, gear insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Yep. You never know when you're going to need it. Yep. Yep. And you know, part so, of it, part of it, if, if you kind of understand the business model of insurance, one of the things that the pricing tells me is that theft and loss and whatever of this kind of gear must not be very frequent, right? Because even with my claim, I'm sure they've made money on me. Sure. Right. They don't price these things not to. And so some actuary has figured out that they can sell this insurance cheap because gear is actually pretty safe. You know, so if that if that factors into your decision to do this or not, the insurance company is really good coverage. But if you just really want to not, one of the things that their pricing tells us is that you might be okay. Yeah, but 
you know, if you like, you shouldn't risk it. I wouldn't. I don't. So, so don't. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. And say we did. There you go. Wonderful. So that's the easy part. If you got gear, get it insured. Easy peasy. Peasy. The next one is, um, it's not more complicated, but there's a lot more permutations of what you may or may not need. And that is event liability insurance. Mm-hmm. Now, your band doesn't carry an annual policy. My band doesn't carry an annual policy. Nope. But there are a number of band leaders in the Patreon community that do hold annual policies. And I think it, it there's a number of factors involved here. And I think it's got a lot to do with the area of the country that you live in. Mm. Certain places just have different requirements. But if you are a group that is looking to get into corporate work, but especially like if you're kind of in the Northeast corridor of states, um, most of those places are going to require you to carry a an insurance policy right. for the event. And depending on how many of those you do a year, it might be more affordable for you to just carry an annual policy uh, versus doing them piecemeal. And what does a liability policy cover us for? Basically, in the event that you are playing Uptown Funk and a bridesmaid gets way too excited and tries to climb your speaker tower, Uh, in the middle to do her big dance break and that speaker tower falls over on her and you know breaks her clavicle Mm. she can't necessarily sue you for negligence because you have coverage right right this is the something went wrong and someone got hurt or someone or some property got hurt and um it protects your lawsuit risk of that yep yeah for sure and Let's be perfectly clear, just like, you know, we were talking about gear. Most of the time, things right. don't go wrong. Yep. Things are usually fine. Yep. And in our world, that being, you know, members only, we have had to do individual event policies a number of times, but the number of those, the frequency of those occurring has not quite hit the threshold for us to take out an annual policy. Um, so we tend to just do them as they require. And so, now, it, it, so it, and it, when, when it's required, it's because a venue's asking for it, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, in our contract, which is the one that uh, is available on our website, there is a section of that contract that stipulates that event liability insurance is the responsibility of the venue owner. And typically, that's fine where we are. Yeah. But certain venues have policies that, say, nah, it's not going to work for us. You're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and typically it's going to be like hotels. Mm-hmm. We did one for a zoo and the zoo made us get one. Mm. I, understand, um, I understand casinos ask for it a lot. Yeah. You know, I guess when you think about it, zoos and casinos are pretty similar. Yeah, not, not unlike. When you think about it. I mean, no, I'm not going to go down this road. <laughs> there was a, there was a poo flinging joke in there somewhere or a reptile house joke. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're looking at what that kind of coverage looks like, it's typically going to be a round number. They're going to want like 100,000, 250,000, 500,000, a million dollars in coverage or whatever. And getting those policies is super easy. You don't have to reach out to a lawyer or anything. You basically just can go to a website and fill out a a basic form and they'll send you a quote. Most of the time, that policy is going to hover somewhere between 100 and 200 bucks. And in our contract, if a separate policy has to be purchased, we roll that 
onto our feet. Sure. So it's in addition to our, our standard take. Do you line out of it? Um, we will if it's required. Yeah. And that's a that's a conversation we have with the client before we go. Yeah. Any further? Say, hey, just so you know, this wasn't a part of the original conversation. Our contract states that if we have to do this, it's something we just need to tack on. And most people are fine with it because again, it's not an exorbitant amount of money. Hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, you know. Well, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. And they're they're checking a box that their lawyer insists on, and especially for corporate events, it's like just do the thing. It's so much easier. Yeah. Well, and and it's it's interesting though because like if you if you look at a lot of these higher end corporate event bands, a part of like their promotional material or stuff that's pretty well kind of placed on their website is we carry a you know a standard hmm. million dollar annual policy so you know you don't have to worry about that like that's that that is a selling point it is a thing that you can use yeah. I'm to, talking about painters saying they're fully bonded and licensed you know it's just exactly. a bit of peace of mind yeah and it's the same idea with forming an LLC and being having a bank account where you can make a check out to a band mm-hmm. like it just it shows that you take this stuff seriously that right. you're a professional yep. and so every single situation is going to be unique if you are at a certain level you probably need to look into it, but it's not, again, where we are, Southeastern US, it's just not as common. Right. Um, but if, you, if you're if you around other major metropolitan cities, New York, Chicago, kind of that Northeastern corridor, it's way more yeah. prevalent, yeah. for sure. I think there's maybe something to do with the legal culture in those areas, the business culture in those areas. Uh, I don't know. It's just, um, it's just a difference of region. Yep. So have you ever had to pull a policy? Nope. Never had. So in the past few years, anytime we've needed to apply for a, a liability policy, we've used a website called theeventhelpers.com. They are, I'm sorry, theeventhelper.com. No S, just the event helper. Mm. They make it super easy. You basically fill out a very simple questionnaire like, what are you doing? And it's like, well, I'm, I'm a band and we're, we're playing a, a private event. Do you blow fire? <laughs> oh, no, don't. No. Will there be illegal drugs at this party? It's like, well, not by us. Not that we're aware and you just kind of go through, you check, you check a bunch of boxes. Typically, they're going to ask where it's located, how many people are attending. Yeah, are you setting things on fire? Right. And then they they just they give you a quote. And uh, all of this can be done in the course of like five, 10 minutes. Nice. It's super easy. And then, you know, once the once it's approved, they email you a certificate and you send it off to whoever needs to uh, to have it on file. Uh, maybe you print it out just to have it, just to be safe. Yeah. And um, that's all there is to it. It's it's super easy to do. And um, you should absolutely consider it because you definitely don't want to be in a situation where something goes sideways and you don't have any sort of way of dealing with it. Yeah. Well, especially if it's a condition of closing the gig. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. That's the other thing is like if you want, if you want to work right. in some rooms like it there's it's, it's a non-negotiable. Yeah, this is the ticket. Yeah. Now, if only uh, health insurance was a, really was well, we should have a whole episode about whole yeah, term hey, life. Let's let's shift gears. <laughs> We're just going to go straight into that conversation. Yeah, financial, because I really I, I was really worried that my night wasn't going to be depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if you have any other specific questions about this kind of stuff, uh, shoot us a DM. Shoot us an email, coverbandconfidential.gmail.com. Leave them in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. You know, I've got a, a fair amount of experience with this, but if uh, if I don't know something, I'll ask somebody smarter than us. Yeah. Probably somebody in the Patreon community because sure. they know they know stuff. Any other uh, parting words of wisdom? No, no, I have nothing to add. It's, uh, it's just, uh, you know, I think a lot of people get the complexity of insurance in a lot of 
areas of our life makes it seem like insurance is complex and it actually turns out around this stuff, it's not that hard. So dig right in, dive in, get yourself covered. It's all it's all good. Honestly, if you want to have a good impression of insurance companies, these are pretty much the only two <laughs> categories where it's not terrible and kind of That's infuriating. Yeah. So you should do that just for your own, you know, well-being. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, they're not all bad. So yeah. in short, get covered. Do it. And don't don't be left exposed legally. That's right. Or otherwise. Or otherwise. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, really liking these kind of like concise subject-based yeah. conversations. Yeah, it's so focused. What a concept. I, I mean, that's one place we kind of have the edge on the Joe Rogan experience. No, three and a half. Seriously. Hour long. We're like, they literally go, hey, I've got to go pee. And they don't cut it out. <laughs> they just sit there in silence for like seven minutes. Yeah. You know, we're we're gonna tee it tight and concise, right. nice and easy, uh, easy to yeah. digest. Listen, you're trucking down the road. You can listen to that. fifteen episodes. You know, that's true. I feel like I mean, our guy who's you know doing long hauls, he's yeah. probably plowing through these episodes. Uh, yeah, I would hope thirty minutes here, forty minutes there. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Well, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. We uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, every day we're getting kind words and and fun conversations from people all over the world who listen to and, and enjoy it. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Yep. If you'd like to support the show, you can do a number of things, but we'll go ahead and let Mike take it from here. Otherwise I will go ahead and call it for this week in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the cover band confidential podcast for the week of July 21st, 2023. Hey everybody. It's Mike Schulte from the worst name band in America, the pork tornadoes. I listen and love this show. And apparently you do too, because you made it this far. No one makes it this far, but you did, which means that you owe Adam and Dan. This podcast is free and you consume it to its fullest. It's time to pay up. Here's three things you need to do. A, you have to leave them a review on your podcast platform. You're already in the app. Click five stars right now. Write some words done. While you're there, share this episode to a fellow musician. There's a share icon on your podcast app. Text it to him and say, you need to listen to this. You need to get better. You're not a good musician. This will help you. Two, you have to follow them on your social media platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Go find them and follow. And D, everything I just said is free and it's the least you can do. But here's where you can really support you. Join the Patreon. This is where you can actually support this podcast that you cherish so much. A small monthly donation gets you access to the Slack channel, which is the best place to be if you're a musician who wants to take your band to the next level. You have some of the best musicians giving advice and helping you out. And it's just a great overall community do it i'm serious do it now do all these things or else the pork tornadoes will come to your town book a show the same night as your band at a different bar i'm serious we'll do it 